0: This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons preached by Reverend Adam Moline at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. You can find our website at goodshepherdlincoln.org and the texts for our sermons each week follow the historic one-year lectionary. Let's listen in to today's sermon. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear Christians, you have just sat as we heard the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ as the Holy Spirit caused it to be recorded by St. John. You've heard all the things that our Lord suffered in our place as the darkness of our sin closed in on us. As we heard the words, we imagined the scene in our mind. We winced when we heard about the flogging. We felt pain in our foreheads as we Imagined the crown of thorns being beaten into Christ's head. We were appalled when we imagined the purple robes stained with crimson blood being stripped off of our Lord. We felt sorrow. And shame as he was nailed to the cross to hang naked until slowly his life came to its end. It's serious what we heard, it's appalling. It's sad. And it really, truly happened to the Son of God in human flesh. Do you feel sorrow, dear Christian? Do you feel sorrow for Christ? Do you feel sad for him? Do you weep because he who was innocent suffered in such a horrendous way? Do you weep because of the pain that he felt? Because of the wounds that he sustained? Do you feel bad for Jesus today? Because if you do, then you don't understand the gravity of the situation. Hear the words of Christ our Lord Himself from the Gospel of St. Luke as He was on His way to death at Golgotha. He said this, Do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and your children. Do not weep for me, weep for yourselves and your children. What? Weep for ourselves today? That doesn't seem right. Christ has been tortured and is being killed. Shouldn't we weep for Him? No. For everything that happened to Christ should, by all rights... Have happened to you as a punishment for your sin. It's you who deserved the wounds. Thorns rightly should have been driven into your brow. Your flesh, stroke by stroke, should have been ripped open by flagellation. Chunks of your hair should have been ripped out. Soldiers should have spit in your face. You should have been stripped, revealing your shame publicly, showing your sins to the world. Nails that went into Christ's hands and feet rightly deserve to be in yours. You deserved to feel the pain, the abandonment, the hellacious suffering, It is your guilt that is upon the shoulders of Jesus. Weep not for Christ, but weep because it is your just punishment being meted out. Weep because it is you that sinned the sins Christ dies for. That's what Isaiah writes. Hear the words again. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon Him was the chastisement that brought us peace. With his wounds we are healed All we like sheep have gone astray We have turned every one To his own way And the Lord laid our iniquity Upon him That's the truth. It's our sin. It doesn't feel that way, does it? Of course not. We're so engrossed in sin that we've become numb to it, haven't we? We don't realize the seriousness of what we do. We take it for granted, indifferently, casually. It's easier to weep for Jesus than to know the truth that we deserve what he received. It's easier to weep looking at him suffering than to think about the truth. It is Our sin. It is what we have done. It is our fault. Our own fault. Our own most grievous fault. When you sin, and you do. You don't fully realize the depth of its consequences, do you? You treat it so nonchalantly. So do I. You curse and swear. You use God's name wrongly against your neighbor. You attach God's name to false doctrine that feels good. And you think nothing of it. It's the way of the world after all but someone must die for that sin you gossip you hurt your neighbor's reputation behind their back or to their face it's okay it's on the twitter or the facebook who cares everyone does it right but someone must stand accused for your sin. You fill your heart with hatred, and your mind you fill with adulterous pictures, and for that, someone deserves death. You deny God's creation of male and female. You despise his gift of marriage, substituting your own truth for the actual word of God. And you do it because in our sinful, broken world, you're applauded for doing so. But Jesus is jeered. You desire the temporary things of the world. Coveting them in your heart, justifying yourself for your covetousness by saying, that's how capitalism works. Someone must die for your sin of coveting. You want the things of others, you take them by force. Legally by force, saying that's the way socialism works. It's really equal, it displays equity. But someone must die for your sin of theft. Your sins are not something to take casual. Your sins are not unimportant. They have consequences, serious consequences. Your self-justifying won't magically make them disappear, not in the long run, not where it really counts, not before God. Someone must die for them. It is the just punishment due. God is just. He demands payment. There must be skin in the game, flesh to suffer. Who will do it? Will you? Will you? It is your sin after all. You should. Do you see? Today, we do not weep over Christ's death. It is not a funeral for Jesus that we are at right now. Today we weep because we see our sin for what it really is as we look at Christ hanging, bleeding, naked, dying on the cross. That's what we rightly, truly deserve. Weep for your sin. Weep that you're seeing the death that is yours. Weep for what you have done and taken for granted. And repent. Repent of your sin. Repent it and leave it in the past. Repenting means feeling contrition for your sins, feeling bad for what you have done, and believing that Christ has redeemed you from that sin. Repent of your sin because the penalty you deserved has actually been placed on Christ instead of you. Stop self-justifying. Let it be on Christ. Instead of you. Leave your sin behind. It has been paid for. You are free from it. Weep for what you have done. Repent and take comfort. Take comfort, dear Christian. Because it is not you on the cross it's Jesus it's not you dying it's Jesus it's not you facing the wages of hell and death it's Jesus he's doing it for you He dies for you. He pays the price you have owed. He pours out His blood, not yours. His body is tortured, not yours. His life is taken, not yours. He hangs naked on the cross, not you. God the Father abandons Him, not you the penalty that you owe, the debt your sin has caused, Christ pays in full in your place with His holy precious blood, innocent suffering and death, so that you might be God's own possession, so that you might live under Him in His kingdom. You are set free from what plagues you because He is nailed to the cross. What you see on the cross is what you deserve, yes, but it is what Christ has paid. You sinned, Jesus paid. So take comfort. Take comfort. Today, the Friday we call good, because though it should be you, God chose to punish His Son in your place. God sent Jesus like a lamb that is led to slaughter for you. Jesus didn't protest. He didn't argue. He didn't say, it's not my fault, I didn't do it. But like a sheep who before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth for you. In your place, he was cut off from the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of God's people, stricken for your transgression. Jesus bore the sins of many, even of you. And he makes intercession for transgressors, even you. Take comfort, hope in the Lord, who poured out all of the wrath over sin on Jesus for you. Take comfort and be Christian. Your sins are forgiven. You don't have to submit to the ways of the world any longer. Take comfort because you are baptized into Christ Jesus. As Paul says, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Take comfort, for if we have been united with Him in a death like His on a cross, we shall certainly be united with Him in a resurrection like His. If we have died with Christ, we will live with Him. Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again, and in Him neither will we. Death no longer has dominion over Him. For the death He died to sin, He died once for all. But the life He lives, He lives to God. And so too, Now, you are dead to sin and alive in Christ Jesus. Weep for the sin that has died in you, dear Christian. Weep for what you have done. Weep and repent, but take comfort also. Take comfort in what God has done for you. Take comfort in the Word of God from John's Gospel that has come to your ears. Take comfort because it all was done for you. Jesus died for you. And that means everything. In the name of Jesus, amen. That concludes today's sermon from Pastor Adam Moline. For more information about the Lutheran faith, check out our church website, goodshepherdlincoln.org. The title of this podcast, With Intrepid Heart, comes from the conclusion to the Book of Concord, where it is written, This is our faith, doctrine, and confession in which we also are willing, by God's grace, to appear with intrepid hearts before the judgment seat of Christ and give an account of it. God's blessings on your day.